Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Dungeonetics. We're a Connecticut-based podcast that will never ask for a Patreon. That's not what this is about. This is about recording creativity and imagination from loose in the time where those things are needed. Welcome to Dungeonetics. astonished with the community that they represent. But overall, they just want to go home. But first, we gotta beat up the local bullies and see what this wedding is all about. (laughs) Everyone knows Rush has some great dance moves. So join us now as the team and the stool drop something toxic on you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a happy new year. Dungeonetics. Noise. 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 The zombie starts shoving Duncan. I was surprisingly easy. Oh, wait. It's surprisingly broken. Waiting for the bigger alpha alpha grade. <laughs> hey, we set up a decent ambush for a change. I want to check this chamber out. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, we should check out their home and see if they've got any stuff. Drop the daggers. Yeah, I'm not touching this, guys. Alright, zombies, get to work. City bus. They were going to animate it and they were going to use it. Yeah. Can we take a short rest? I don't think it's up to you. Oh. I would like to take a short rest. I'm down. It's okay with that. It's usually helpful for the. uh, Yeah, I'll take it too. I need the. Anyone have any free healing they want to give me? It's called your hit dice. You do extra D6. Yeah, you also get D6 for the. What? Song of Rest. What song of rest? Is that a song of rest? It's a bardic feature. Oh, nice. It's a bardic thing. Oh, nice. thing. It's a bardic thing. thing. You're only missing 9 HP. Yeah, use your hit dice. Don't waste their spell slot. Use like 2 HP on 2 hit dice. Selfish bastard. You only need to use 1 with the song of rest. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to, currently I'm trying to figure out what my hit dice are. It's a D8. D8 for war? Or D10? Is that the thing that happens? Six? I don't know. It's a D20. D100. You guys are not helping him, you know. Exactly. That explains everything. I'm trying to, boss. My hit dice are a 1D plus 1. It's a D8 and D6. And what? What? D8 and D6. Just roll. A D8 and D6? Yeah. Oh, he rolled. Oh. Yeah, that's... You're good. That's enough. Mm. Actually, that's a good time. 
Yeah, it's good. I shall. So many Are you allowed to get a zero? I mean, yeah. Good happen. I got a zero. Murder stuff has happened. You don't get to play. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Get a watch. I'd like you to leave and stop bothering us with your nonsense bullshit, man. Okay, anybody above a 20? 22! 22! Which one of you guys got the highest? More decks! Okay, so we got the fan, we got the nod. Got 21. Where's that flow? You're at 21? Yeah. I'm at 21 as well. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's amazing. Beast and Phantom with you guys. Um, where's Miss Featherbottom? No, no, no. Uh, she's at 13. Where's Duncan? 10. There. And Arjun? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at him. It's like, you know, you can go from one to two. Like, we can tell in game what your initiative is. You're slow. <laughs> It rolls around. And we could just say, like, you're last, because that really is, is accurate. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, these things have a minus one to their initiative, and I rolled a three. So, I, you know, you're not alone, but, well, it's pretty bad. Anyway, uh, Fane. So these creatures are basically just moving their way through the underbrush, but you do notice that they have other creatures kind of caught up within their body. What are kind they, of creatures? creatures? Not anymore. So why, why are we telling you? The because the system. mushroom people want us to. They've been messing up the ecosystem outside. Did they want to reanimate these? Great. They can't. They can't spell that. Uh, yeah, spell. Uh, yeah, spell. It runs with Meyer Jaw. <laughs> the goal right. is to kill them before Arjun's initiative comes up. That would be pretty good. Ooh. Why is that the goal? Because it'd be funny to me. <laughs> so we have to make him look like a loser. Yeah, I mean, he does a pretty good job by himself. Hey, we get the S ranking. A five. And an eleven to say it. Dex fourteen. Fire. Fire. Mounds. <laughs> oh man, I hate doing this over here right now. Why are you doing this over here? <laughs> oh wow, these are. It's a good roll. Love average. 18, 22, 24, 28, 32 damage. 32 damage, alright. Holy crap. Did that count that right? I think. Oh yeah. Love fours and love fours. It does not affect them as bad as you think it should. Oh. oh. I don't give a fuck about fire. <laughs> They're plants. Plants always hate fire. Planta. I play Pokemon. I know what fire type is. Is there a face? Like, right? Yeah. There is some creature <laughs> in, oh, in, like, has been engulfed by the, the thing. That's gross. Some humanoid, yeah. <laughs> That's actually more gross than the Nod. I'm gonna run my butt right about here. And then yes, and then I'm gonna do the thunder step. So make con thirteen save for both of them. Uh, so that one's a nine. The other one's a twenty. So the one that saved, the one that didn't save. Ooh, wow. damn! Oh, shit. Ooh. The one that did not save will take twenty-eight points of damage. What kind of damage? Uh, it is I'm Sonic. Okay. Well, that's not a type. Or, um, Thunder. 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 Uh, how much again? Thunder stuff. 28. <laughs> 28 <laughs> it did not save. Yes, and 14 for the one that did. 
Wow, that is the first decent roll I that think I've ever That's not decent, it's, a, that. it's a good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's, it's almost perfect. Short perfect. The, dice, <laughs> the dice giveth and the dice taketh away. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, how far? Right, Rush, come on. You gotta show them two up now. No, I'm just gonna hit them, maybe one time. <laughs> I'm going to. How far is that? I'm gonna bonus action shout step over here. And then, as I appear, take two swipe or swipes, swipe swipes with my staff. Swipes, poke, dashes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen and eighteen. Fourteen and eighteen. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fourteen, eighteen. Yeah. The fourteen will not hit the eighteen with. Ah, okay. So that's one four. Inspiration, if you choose to use. Nope. Twelve damage. Yep. And I'm sorry, which one is that that he's on? Uh, Number one. Number one? Yep. Excellent. So 12 points of damage. Uh, stunning strike, might as well. So 14, con save? Uh, yep, no problem. Makes a, a 15 on that. Okay, then I will leave. <laughs> oh, do you want to, you know, cutting word that? That I need to start possibly adjudicating. I should just probably tell you if saves or not, and then yeah. let him probably. try to yeah. decide if he's going to use cutting or not. Because okay. in that case, then we're working on the numbers yeah. very specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So. And generally, I'll, I'll like, just tell you what makes it or doesn't make it, and then I've Bob always, can tell me. I've always tried to just do. It seems fair to just do one cutting word per rotation. Otherwise, it's like you know, cutting word for you. Cutting word. Yeah, I, I mean, know. It's kind of part of having the part of the bar game, oh, man. Yo, so yo, so it's easy. like. Just <laughs> You have fireball too, don't you? <laughs> I have something like it. You got lightning? Oh, it's ball. Yeah. Psychic ball. Psycho ball. Psycho ball. Psycho ball. That's flow, psycho ball. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What? Uh, um, Nothing. You're quite thin. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have a psionic blast. It's uh, the 30-foot cone shoots out in front of me. Dexterity saving throw has to be 15. On a failed save, uh, it's force damage, and you push 20 feet directly away. So you're targeting number one? I'm right? targeting number one. Okay. What is, uh, what is it again, a save? Uh, yeah, dex 15. Dex 15? It does not make it. It's only got 13. All right. <laughs> Well, if it failed, then I guess it's fine, right? I have to start remembering to not say Yeah, that's true. You can have it. Fair enough. How many D8 do you roll? 5D8. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, shit. Oh, what's that? That's pretty good. Let's see. So that's 14, that's 20, 23, 26. Psychic. 29, I think. Oh, 26? 26. 26 psychic, and it pushes it 20 feet away from you. Force damage, not psychic, right? Uh, it is... Force, sorry. It's all good. Thank you, though, that's important. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Cool. And move to the bottom. She's gonna... Roll on up here and... Hold the health action. We haven't killed... Fuck. It doesn't really work that way. <laughs> damn it. I'm trying to look at it, but you won't be close enough to do anything. God damn it. They're gonna go before me. Uh, well, we'll be 25 feet closer. I definitely will not get a chance. 
Alright, don't tell me you have fireball too. I wish I had fireball. No, I don't have any good distance damaging spells. Because he's a cleric. I'm not a cleric. Why? Clerics have so much other cool stuff. I do have other cool stuff. You can ready something when they get uh, Do a spiritual weapon. Beat the shit out of them right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lots of options. Yeah. Well, let's do a spiritual weapon. It's fireball. Spiritual fireball. Spiritual fireball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get both. <laughs> Not guardian. It's just a simple weapon. Okay. Uh, Make your own dog bringer. I know. Fisker. <laughs> you have big fiskers. Give him a nice trim. I don't think I've done this. How about a monkey with two symbols? No, a scythe. A big scythe. Mm. A monkey with a scythe. I love that it's always thematically appropriate. <laughs> Every time makes me so happy. It's shadowy round. Yep. It's always thematically uh, so that is a weapon 15 or no, 14. That I would love to cut it. Can't do that any better, huh? Cut it. Nope. Is that, it's an attack it's roll. Why are you playing this game? How about that one? Unfortunately, it is a very near miss. So functionally what happens is the, the spiritual scythe appears and then hits into this thing and it's basically like fighting a hedge. It's like, where are the vitals? Where do I pin it? And it just oh. keeps moving with absolutely... Some, some shrubbery flies off. Should have done a new. spiritual hedge cut. Yeah. <laughs> spiritual lawnmower. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Anything else? Yeah. Uh, then let's follow that up with a golden end. Okay. Don't get inside It is a... What is the thing? Don't say it. Don't tell me what it is. But it's a wisdom... Is it wisdom? Yeah. Wisdom 15, yeah. It does not make it safe. All right. It's gonna hurt. Ooh. 18 points Outstanding. Yeah. It is still moving. Yeah. Okay, these are a lot tougher. <laughs> the creatures are going to move forward, so they have a speed of 20. They oh. will move forward 40. Good. Oh, oh. Doesn't, doesn't expand like the sound. Um, make a perception roll, anybody in the front row there. So that's going to be, looks like, Fane, Duncan, and Fluff. 22? 23. Not good. So the two of you both notice that the creatures don't have any sort of eyes. What they've got are the tendrils, like the, the plants that are extending. They're all kind of like feeling the air. And until they were about 60 feet out from you, they did not know where you guys were. So so it very much appears that they've got blind sense, but only localized. Letting you know that the dark thing will not work on these suckers. Saving you a little bit of time there. Um, uh, so, Arjan, you are up. All right. No, we failed. <laughs> Which one they're is. made of hit points. I would have been very surprised if you had actually gotten through this. Don't know which one is damaged. No. I leave. Um, make, normally I would have you make a medicine roll for this sort of <laughs> nonsense, while you make a nature sure. roll. Yeah, that's a four. <laughs> you really not sure yet. Two giant bags of lawn clippings attacking the party. <laughs> 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 Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Five. It's like maybe if you had like some or something, just spray that on. Some of whatever that round was that the, uh, the, the, the Duergar were using in Grapple. Alright, I'll make one attack on this. <laughs> That's what they're using. 
27? Yes. These guys are not fiends, are undead? Ah, uh, that is correct. That's they are, in fact, plants. <gasps> Shocker. All Speak right. with them. That's 11. <laughs> 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 Ahoy! <laughs> 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 That's number two there? Yep. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. 11 radio on number 26. <laughs> yep. So we're gonna smite also. One north. Eight plus four is twelve. Plus two is fourteen. Plus seven is twenty-one. What was the damage? Uh, radiant damage. Nice. Okay, very good. Anything else from Archon? That's it. Fang, you are up. <laughs> Me? Yeah, bud. <laughs> no, come on. Right. Your best. Live your best life. I will activate the blade song without my rapier. Charge forth into battle. Excuse me while I'm with this guy. <laughs> Train! I'll move up there and, uh. <laughs> uh. Sorry, it's Blazing Saddles. Cool. Gotta, gotta represent Blazing Saddles. So do I know if, um. Can I do a nature check to see if these are more affected by fire damage? Or sure. Any type of damage? A. Uh, uh, 16. From what you understand, these creatures are fairly rare. From what you understand, they actually are resistant to fire in a very surprising way for plants. The other thing you know is that you do not want them to hit them with anything lightning related. For some reason, these creatures absorb lightning. It will heal them and cause them to get bigger and more aggressive. <laughs> yeah. okay. we, had, we had thunder step on lightning step. <laughs> yeah. uh, lightning related. So thunder damage. Thunder damage should be fine. Uh, you should. Uh, <laughs> all right. Do you want to share that tidbit? No. Hit him with as much lightning as you got. Don't hit these bad boys with lightning. <laughs> More bones. Oh, oh, okay. It's like calcium. <laughs> cool. I don't have advantage though. Which one are you attacking? Uh, number one. One. And that is a nineteen. That is. Fart gas. Fart gas. The fartest. I was just about to say, like, how dare you? Well, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Now, Sam. My second attack. <laughs> Another 19. Okay, All likewise hit. Damn, guys, we're good at rolling dice. Seven days. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot of practice in it. Seven days. <laughs> Wait, how do I roll this? I've never touched them in my life. If I move away and he takes a reaction, can I take a reaction to his reaction? Well, I guess what the reaction? What's the reaction? Like, if he reaction uses a reaction to opportunity attack me, can I use my reaction to shield if he? Can you just use shield as like Why not? A... Oh, okay, I'm gonna move away. Yeah, you can just cast shield and move away. Yeah, he misses. Okay. Don't need to cast shield. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Unfortunately, I didn't yeah. come up because these things roll very badly, but yeah, probably a good thing to know. I'm guessing as long as your reaction hasn't been used, I don't know why so that not. Happens. I feel like you can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Nod. 
That one has booming blade affecting on it, so when it moves, it'll take 1d8 damage. Lightning damage? Thunder. You know, Nod doesn't care about other people's okay. things. It's got a swirling. Uh, is it gonna hurt Poor me? Bob last week. Oh, <laughs> I, I felt so bad for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce a podcast I recently have come into understanding of <clears throat> Dice Populi. They have an amazing idea for a campaign, for a concept. Um, all of them are dungeon masters and take turns running, let's call them chapters of the campaign, with all things being interlocking and canon. The song you have heard in this episode is it's produced by Colin Ketchen. He plays one of the characters. I'm not going to tell you which one. You have to listen to find out. Guys, if I can recommend a great starting off point, I would, mm, let's just call it episode one. <clears throat> and they just get better. <laughs> there is one amazing bit. And it came at the night. Anyway, please give them a listen to. They're well worth your time. Have a great adventure. This is Dave. Peter. Helene. Nikki. Ryan. Scott. Nicole. And you're listening to BNM Baked Podcast. Oh, we're from Major Battle. And we're from here now. <laughs> <laughs> and Arjun. Oh, is that the one I'm still helped? Or no? No, you moved out before. I did move out before. she helped with the action. Um. Oh. Yeah, I'll say it was distracted by it, so. Alright, Dawnbringer. Time to add another skull to our belt. If you guys, for the record, if at any point you guys think I'm playing too fast <clears throat> and loose with the rules, pump the brakes. Or if there's something that I adjudicate and you look it up and you're like, no, it's actually this way. I'll take that for the, the future, no problem. I just, rather than hold the game up on stopping yeah. and looking stuff up, I just much rather yeah. hand wave it and then tell me I'm wrong later. I don't have that much invested in it. Right. So. All right, that's a 22 to hit. Oh, that will absolutely hit, my friend. All right. <coughs> that is... Uh, 12 radiant damage. Has she been talking to all of us, or just you, this whole time? Dawnbringer? Yeah. Miss Bringer. Dawn. Come on, you pussy, hit him harder. You're killing so many things. You're awesome! awesome. Aww. Best I hope we're not hearing this. I hope we're not hearing this. I hope we're not hearing this. Destroy all the things! Well, fancy. It's hate breeds destroy everything but with a beautiful angelic voice. <laughs> <laughs> destroy everything! She makes it sound like we're doing okay. Even an empty threat deserves a response it won't soon forget. Jenny, just a thumbless bastard. Uh, that was it. One hit. That was a 12 to hit. Was a, oh, a 12 to hit. That's okay. Yeah, not so much. Now we've got Thane, who's got advantage. Woo-wee! I just read it up. Looked it up. Yeah, you can You can actually move away after you use the help action. Fine. I can shoot an owl. Just fly by. Uh, fly by. Makes sense to me. Why wouldn't you? You know, fainting, distracting. 
Look at me. Just go up like hail, hop him in the face, and fly. Away. <laughs> I'm a bird, fucker! I'm a bird, motherfucker! That's pretty much what I imagine is always like the head, the head uh, from his feather bottom. So I was like, I'm a bird, motherfucker! <laughs> Doesn't know what type. Very confused as to what she type of bird, but man. she knows that she is a bird. Very opposite personalities. Bird noise! Bird noise! I can't wait for you to kill her at the bottom. I can't wait. What? For Travis to start killing this feather bottom. Oh, I can't wait. I've done it before. Yeah. It doesn't do it. Do it more. No, but it's fun. It always makes me laugh. Yeah, exactly. Comes back in 10 minutes. Alright, so Booming Blade. Here we go. Up an advantage. Well, that's a 24. Well, that will still hit. Try not to be so disappointed at your successful hit of the bad guy. Twelve damage. Okay. And the second attack. Oof, a nine. Uh, nope, afraid not. Okay. That brings us to the nod. Oof. Man. Uh, sixteen. That hits. Uh, eleven. That is enough to kill it. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. My second attack is eleven. Oh, well, that misses. Okay. But let's just hope you get that much damage on your first attack. Oh, seven. I only had three hit points. You kill it! Yay! Yay! <clears throat> it's probably better to do damage per attack and that way if you drop something you and save you it. move to something else. Probably easiest if, that if way. If I think, if I, if, if I have two things next to me that so I can... So, you are able to, to <laughs> take your ill-gotten gains, or actually... Wait, do we need to drag these bodies back? No, these yeah. you just had to kill them off. Let's search them! Uh, well, just pools? plant matter, so you've got that going. That's fun. Um, yeah, there's a couple of bones. Oh, fuck. for a full skeleton? <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, not. Okay. How many boots are there? I see one stick <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, it's boot? exactly one, but it's very bad quality. It's yours if you want it. If you want to yeah. add boot. Let's put on like a. If you want to add random, random mossy boot to your uh, inventory, you certainly can. I think about that. No, no jewelry? No. Alright. Alright. You guys return back to the grove. And uh, this time you are able to actually get a little bit farther in. So you come down around the corner until you're down here basically in area one. Uh, there we go. And continue to round it towards area three. Beyond the mud and mushrooms that spread across the cavern. A large, clear pool sits in the midst of the fungal world. A central mound seems to be the only dry spot in sight, although a small cliff rises above the cavern floor across the clearing, with giant mushrooms visible in the distance. Bioluminescent fungi trace strange constellations along the cavern's ceiling and walls, showing the darkness of the ravine and a mist-shrouded smaller canyon beyond. What is everybody's passive perceptions? Nineteen! That had to be. I didn't look, but I'm guessing that was Tim. Yes. Thank you. Seventeen. Sixteen. Uh, without magical implements. Wow. Same. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. 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 Still nineteen. <laughs> I create a fake. Is everybody above twelve? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Huh. So. <laughs> didn't need that. As you reach here, again, the same kind of silence is pervading the entire cavern, but you do notice that. Through here, through that smaller cavern beyond that you can't, you can see a large mushroom tower, but not much else. <coughs> through there, you can hear um, very 
muted, but it's it's loud enough that you can hear strange music and odd singing echoes coming it's... softly down behind. Do oh, oh, does that music sound listen. familiar at all? Did we hear that music? And was there music with the Whirlstone Cave? The White Lady. Make everybody make an intelligence roll. Uh, I was dancing. I don't remember. There should have been dancing. We're stupid. 20. Arjun, I can't get the best one. Okay. Oh. Flo never forgets a tune. Yes. That's true. <laughs> On brand. Hey, guys. We've heard this one. This is the, the tune of the white lady. Mm. Cool. Is this an unusual occurrence here? I don't know what that is. What are you saying? Is this unusual? What is unusual? It's not unusual. Do you hear the music? No. Do you hear it? No. I hear that you hear music. They're not music. I think it's not sing, so they're not that. So I think you probably hide with Flo. That might be a good idea. I'm not sure, child. This is my home. No, no, no. I'm not sure. This is my home. Still, still. Sovereign final, sovereign definitive. Oh, good lord. Where are the sovereigns? Where are the trap? Where are they? Where are they? Area number. Area number. Lubalum will actually kind of. So basically, what happens is you guys bring back the corpses. Lubalum happily takes them. Thank you, friends of Stool. You have done a great service. If you continue along this path, and he shows you a path has actually been parted for you to make it easier to follow. And as you follow that path along... So, coming around the corner here, you can see that there are two very large myconids. Both of them tower above the others. Um, both of their... They have multiple mushroom caps along their head that sway as they move its thick... their thick stalks. Um, as, you, as it approaches you, it, they both open up their hands and there's a gust of their spores that waft towards the group engulfing them. Um, the first thing you hear in your hands, Hello, friendly softers. You are safe here. You have arrived at a wonderful time. For never like girls on the verge of something great, something marvelous. Oh, oh no. We welcome you. <laughs> Celebrate. The day of joy is now. Oh, no. I am called Sovereign Philo. Sovereign Basidia. And this one <coughs> is a little bit shorter than Sovereign Philo, but still fairly solid. Comes forward, and there's another kind of gust of, of spores out to you. Hello, friends of school. I am Sovereign Philo, or Sovereign Basidia. Welcome to the Neverlight Grove. Rubalum has already informed us of the great service that you have provided for our community. I assure you, that you brought will go to serve the entire collective. Nothing will be wasted. You have done us a great service and given us a great joy. We thank you and welcome you. It's our pleasure. You are welcome and thank you. Your stocks are very robust. We need to work on this conversation. <laughs> thank you. Your, short, small talks are less robust, but I understand that this is not unusual for such softers as you. You are fascinating. <laughs> I welcome you to stay as long as you wish. You may explore and enjoy the many delights of our grove. Oh, 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 oh,
we have heard of uh, a way in your community to to go topside, to, to, to get to the surface. It's it's really what we've all been looking for this entire time. Rashiru might help us with that, I've heard. Yes, Rashiru would be very, very skilled in assisting you. Where can we find him? Rashiru occupies the Circle of Hunters. If the friends of Stool would like, I would be happy to escort them throughout the grove and introduce them to Rashiru and the other Circle leaders. That would be ideal. Yes. What about the music there? Maybe on the on the no. during our tour. Tour. <laughs> yes. Excellent. I ask you only as you move about to please avoid the eastern plateau. The circle of masters is preparing a wondrous and glorious surprise in the garden of Falcon. I will be happy to allow you to see it on the morrow. But for today, too many preparations are still to be made. I'm gonna broadcast to the group. Yo, we need to get the fuck on out of here. There you go. The stool home is nice here. I wasn't broadcasting the stool. Okay. <laughs> That's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, stool. Your own telepathy, not the communication. Oh, he's only one way. Though. He's you, yeah. Like just, he's using the same language that the, the it, I believe it was Mike and Ed's who like were dancing and took uh, what's his name with Sarah. them, mm -hmm. Sarah. They're using the same language. I don't know that we want to be any part of this. No, I don't know about you. Stool I prefer tugs, my stool tugs on Flo's leg a little bit. <sighs> stool was <isn't. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, no shit. As well. Asidia is not happy. Asidia is not happy. What? How can you tell? We will talk. I, I don't know exactly, but he's not happy. That's right. I can't say he or she. They have no gender. They have no concept of gender. Asidia is not happy. Something with Asidia strange nervous. Is Philo happy? What? Is Philo happy? Philo very happy. Philo excited. Okay, no, let's. Let's go on this tour. What? Why? Why would you do that? Basidia is giving us a tour. And will take us to. Oh. Philo is staying behind. Oh. Everyone bow, <laughs> Philo. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Philo. Thank you for your. Thank warm you for your. Sovereign, <laughs> Bye Thank you. It's been soon, soon. You will all be able to experience the wonders of the Garden of Welcome. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Can't wait. Yeah, can't <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Had enough wonders in my life, man. <laughs> so, um, as you you take off, the city it kind of leads you about. It will be my honor to show you. About the Neverlight Grove, friends of Sue. Yes, yes. Can you tell us about the drow who came here? This is confusing. I saw them come, but I have not seen them leave. Is it possible they're in the Master's Circle? I do not know. 
but I suspect that it could be the case. I am confused. Philo claims that the creatures left after being shown the Garden of Welcome, but I do not believe that that is the case. I did not see them go, nor did any of the others. Can you insight on him? Go ahead. 15. Checks out to you. He I'm, seems very confused and put off. The, the garden is a new occurrence. The garden is fresh. That plateau was set aside for further growth and exploration. But over the past several cycles, Philo and other members of the Masters Circle, the Circle of Masters, <clears throat> have spent their time in there. They have kept all of the rest from saying that they are preparing something. I am worried that Philo has contracted some sort of disease spore. I suspect that clues as to the spore's nature might be found in the Garden of Welcome. I have not investigated myself, nor sent any that I consider unaffected, in fear that their spores would be corrupted by whatever is influencing the city. Or influencing Philo. Has Philo said anything about a white queen? Philo has said many, many strange things recently. Philo continues to speak about the White Lady and about... Yeah, whatever thing he's got going on tomorrow, you might want to skip that. We don't have spores. We could investigate this. Also, he speaks about the Great Cedar who lives beyond the garden. Oof. Cedar? As in the tree? <laughs> or the street. Or as in the e S. Like someone e who plants seeds. I don't, I don't think it is oh, the yeah. It's S E E D E R. Okay. They don't have a written language, though. <laughs> this is strange. He has said that the cedar is a she. Cheaters. Interesting. I thought. Here we go. Mykonids don't have gender. So this is, is there a secret way up into this eastern plateau? There may very well be, but we will need to speak with some of the other circle leaders to determine if it can be done. Hmm. I would consider it a great service and an act of a true friend if you would be willing to encounter or willing to investigate. Should we, should we go behind? Uh, yes. Go behind. <laughs> Easy answer, yes. Basita, can you protect Stool and keep the Sovereigns from, uh, what do they call it, melding with him? Oh, yeah. I do my best. Sovereigns have not, but Philo has not been melding with any except for the Circle of Leaders and the other Circle of Masters. Yeah, you're going to from the Circle of Masters there. to meld with the leaders then the circle of leaders melt with their respective circles. This is very strange. We have reason to believe that there is some sort of demonic influence that is transferred via the mind. Perhaps not melding is a good thing for you. Not melding is not an option. It is how the Mykonids connect without the meld. We have no identity. Our people will lose all the things like that. If the infection spreads through melding, it, it could be better not to meld with the infected. 
this is also true. I have considered the need to take some of my loyals and leave, but this is something I do not wish to do. There are well over 200 Mykonids in this colony, and more are being spawned all the time. If I leave them, I leave them to whatever fate has affected Philo. Have you... Are you familiar with the term of cauterizing a wound? No. Your <laughs> mental images lead me to think it is flame that is applied to a softer's injury to prevent it from infecting no. or festering. Yes. But we cannot apply that unless we know where the wound is. That is true. Yeah. Let's investigate. We are wood We are. We're good at finding wood. You can call us. We're getting them too. Found one again. For aiding us in this fashion. Here, take this as a token of my appreciation. Mushroom. He reaches into. Don't bring her too. And he pulls out a moldering scroll case. Scroll case. Let's go scroll fishing. It is a scroll of protection against fiends. Well, then. That'll probably be a All right. Let's just get him talking. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, look up, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> you that? look it up. <laughs> so he takes you guys back through. You are right now here in the third circle. <clears throat> the third area here. Um... He points towards the uh, the area that you were just in, this central basin. Here, we have the inner circle. The inner circle was traditionally where all myconids would come to melt. But now, it is used only by the sovereigns and those leaders of the other circles. It takes you up towards the, the north. You guys are continuing to see kind of large, awakened jerk woods moving about here and there, and at no point do you stop seeing Mykonids just happily working and moving about um, throughout the chamber. And if at any point you guys want to stop and talk to one, you easily can do that. Um, it is not in any way kind of, that you know, you're not going to be stopped or interfered with in any way. They're very, very happy to, to speak with you. Um, he takes you first up along this edge. So you actually kind of come around, and it's, it's a very strange path to get you up there. Uh, but when you reach the top, <laughs> can you learn spells from scrolls? Yeah. The, the music that no. we can hear. I can know the ultimate. You get a lot of yeah. Are you asking me or are you asking uh, um, Basidia? Um, actually, I guess I'm asking like, <coughs> So, But is there an instrument I would recognize anything of? No, there's no instrument. It is. It sounds mostly like vocalizations, but the other sounds are coming from instruments you don't recognize. The terraces here, you are up in area two, by the way, up at the top. The terraces here are quiet and calm. The only sounds are soft bloops, splashes of water dripping from stalactites above onto the cups of oversized mushrooms sprouting from mushy earth. Basidia leads you to leads you to a small circle. Um, 
Water trickling from the walls of this vast cavern are channeled into a crude but effective terraced irrigation system. A thick, sweet smell fills the air from thousands of fungi of all colors and all sizes, many glowing with a strange, inviting light. As you approach the northern edges, the northern terraces, you are again also seeing much more incidents of Fair's Rest, kind of glowing out from the walls, wafting towards you. Um, coming around a corner, you are found in a circle here in the middle terrace, and atop the circle is this particular Mykonid, who is introduced to you as Gazby. I am the leader of the Builder's Circle. Tell me, you are softers. Are you from the surface world? Most of us. You must tell me about the creations of the surface world. What do the buildings look like? How many layers? How tall? How big? Tell me about bridges. Tell me about lumber. Tell me about bricks. Yeah, Duncan, tell him about the <laughs> building. Duncan? 13 minutes later. You come to the right place. Well, first of all... Is it indicated that Duncan would be the guy? Oh, yeah. He will kind of lumber towards you. Are you going to prevent him from trying to rapport with you? No. Okay, it's a little... And your head is just filled with a million minor detail questions. First of all, your head is filled with these images of these insane, bizarre, insanely elaborate structures. Um, and a million questions filling your head about um, just exasperatingly minor details about density of bricks, <laughs> number of bricks, Fuck. type and position of lumber, ways of cutting the lumber. Make and all, all of this is over, over, just coming into your head. It's almost overwhelming. The Gazbide also tells you, you would be a great help to me, friend. I dream of building a fungal tower even greater than the Morgus, perhaps even with the aid of Aramikos. This would be of great joy. It would be the greatest creation of any Mykonid. The, uh, the city kind of stops in at this point and kind of gently, he doesn't physically touch, but there's kind of, <clears throat> it's the equivalent mentally of somebody patting two people on the shoulder. Okay, guys, we're going to break this up now. Thank you very much. Guys, died. What buildings? But we must continue moving to the next circle. The circle of builders is very fortunate to have you as its leader. Do we see any buildings in there? There's a huge tower, right? There is a Lovely. huge tower. Basically, the, the city, if you ask, will, be, will tell you the kind of structures that Gaspide is talking about. My kids don't use them. They don't build them. What you're seeing is kind of the building. It's the layering of the fungi. It's the, the, uh, the placement of the, the uh, mounds for the rapport. It's things like that, or what the circle of builders do. The intricacy of the structures that he's talking about, no Myconid could ever possibly use something like that. They don't have bricks down here. <laughs> Continuing on a bit further, you come across um, on the top terrace near the cavern wall, you see that there is a number of 
um, smaller myconids that seem to be really just deeply invested in the soil. They seem to be like moving stuff about in the soil. <clears throat> and one of them, kind of leading things, oh, is this one. This one. <laughs> I love this one, yeah, the hat. Is this a mouth? Um, kinda. <laughs> kinda. <clears throat> Uh, so you approach, and this one, as it looks towards you, Basit, it comes up a little closer. And again, the rapport spores fly out, and he gestures you forward. Softers, this is Hebelbe. Hebelbe is the leader of the Circle of Growers. Hebelbe kind of just hunches itself over and gestures towards you. Ask what questions you have. Then I must return to my work. This soil will not make itself rich and potent and ready for use by the community. He's a leader of the circle leader of growers. The circle of growers. <coughs> what do you grow? Growing is perhaps a misnomer, but we are the farmers of the colony. We ensure that the soil remains fertile and that the pools spread to enrich the soil and bring the fungi to full bloom. Mm, we tend the fungi. Look, look there. And he points towards the very farthest northern parts, and you can see the fair's rest is <coughs> significantly stronger there. That is where we grow the specialized fungi, those that can only be truly grown within the beautiful global fair's rest. What do those fungi do? A variety of things. We grow, and then again, different, like, it's almost like a tone poem because they don't have words for these, but what you're getting is that, like, the big wigs and the pygmy warts that you've encountered before, they have some of those up there. Nilbog's noses, some of the very exotic mushrooms, the fair's rest makes them grow more and larger, so they actually cultivate them specifically on that terrace where the fair's rest can help the bloom. Interesting. Do you have any grand plans for new growing techniques coming up? There is nothing wrong with our techniques now. Good. Too much change is strange. For example, why does Philo no longer allow mass meldings? I miss the mass meldings. They were... Orgy. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Your group... I'm just suggesting yeah. to trying to implement monogamy. Even without Philo's, that is what we do now. I am called to go to the circle of leaders where I meld with Philo and Basida and the other leaders. From there I come here and the growers meld with me. There to the south, Gazbide meets the circle of Billiards. There, far to the south. Lubo, what the hell is that? that uh, Lubo. Lubalum. Lubalum, thank you. Lubalum gathers all of the hunters. Further there, the circle of explorers what gathers. What happens when you meld with the leaders? We experience their meld. But it is strange. Oh. I cannot explain it, but it is as if every time we meld, I lose certain thoughts 
and other ones fill my head. Um, Basidia tells us of foreign spores and cavern of wealth. (laughs) Did I get that right? I have never been to the cavern of wealth. I have been told by Philo that I am not ready for the great cedar's secrets. Oh, wait. I may have misunderstood something. The Grove of Welcome is for the high ups, not for everyone. That's correct. Only the circle of masters meets within the Grove of Welcome. When I hear welcome, I think welcome. I think the 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 place everyone has met. Sorry. It is not my name for the chamber. It is the name that Philo has given. Of course. Um. Basidae, well, while we're Fido. talking Fido. to Hebobi, I'm going to broadcast to um, Basidae using my my mind speech, not the, the spore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt to explain to him, like show him pictures of what happened to um, Sarath and like the guys who are with them and the dancing and the sprouting head and them talking about like their weird rapture and the white queen and all of that. This is extremely I'm sorry, hang on, wrong voice. This is extremely disturbing. Yes! I'm glad you feel that way. (laughs) I do not know what to make of this news. We feel like you're in danger. Big danger. It is certainly possible, but we have no true evidence or knowledge for me to act upon. Do you know if Philo is the only one who's like really excited about what's going on tomorrow, or is it like all the masters, or like? You have already met. Um, yeah, who all is in the circle of masters? I Not all of them. You have already met Gaspar. Mm-hmm. Gaspide speaks of great and strange things. Yeah, he's turned. He's definitely turned. <laughs> others, perhaps you should meet the other two circle leaders. Yeah, let's do that. This guy seems okay. things out of focus. So loss there. So you guys are heading now. You were up here. Mm-hmm. So this is basically the circle of builders and a circle of growers. Now you are moving down here onto this high terrace. Which one's the welcome garden? That's whatever's way the hell up there. Okay. So, is the tower a Yggmorgus? Yeah. You don't know? Oh, okay. Although, certainly the um, Gaspide said something about wanting to create a tower even greater than Yggmorgus. Okay. So, with the help of something called Oromycos, too. Side, you really think Gaspide's been turned? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So I, I, I shouldn't try to quiz him on how to degrade the uh, the, the ground or ruin stuff. I mean, I wouldn't. The ground? No, he's a, he's the builder. Yeah, I, yeah. I was hoping that he would uh, clue me in. With his okay. So if he's a lost. I house, mean, if if you, well, how good are you at lying, Flo? Oh, 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 oh. come on. So, as Basidia continues you on the floor, you meet a number of other Mycanids as you're kind of going through. And 
you're getting the impression that maybe a good quarter of them mm-hmm. seem to be very into Philo's new way. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you. And you're also... It doesn't even take an insight check. The stool is not with you, or is he? The stool, stool is with you. Good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought he was with... Uh, no, no, no. Okay. B- Bassett is still oh, with you, right, so... Right. I think your concern was not taking him yeah. up into the, the garden well. A lot of the ones that you meet who seem to be very into Philo's new way are also very much acting out of character for Mike and his. They're overly ebullient when they talk to you, very excited to meet strangers. They talk excitedly about the great day of welcome coming and the great events and how the white lady's way must be prepared um, and how exciting it's going to be when when the, the new, you know, the new way comes about. The other of the other seventy five percent, probably about twenty five percent of them seem legitimately shaken, and the other fifty percent are just going along to get along. So, is the cedar the, the white lady, the master, master cedar? Anybody's ball game. Is it called the master cedar? Thought they called the it great the, cedar. The great cedar. Okay. Yeah. So as you are approaching the terrace to go up to the the high areas to the south. Uh, you come across a specifically, uh, sorry, particularly wide-based circle mound, um, and Stool excitedly says, Stoolberak, yay! You asked where Stool was born. This is where Stool was born. And looking down, what you can see is that you are standing in a field of freshly spored new myconids. So they look like tiny little miniature versions of stool, but they're only a few Aww. inches tall. Okay. They don't Watch where you're stepping. Awareness yet, but, but yeah, it's, he is growing new myconids. The circle leader there, Yerberoth, as you approach, you can see it is swaying slowly to the left and right, as if it's listening to music that only they can hear. Ugh. My friends, this is Yurog. He is the head of the Circle of Spores. Hello, my friends. You are our softers. You are friends of Stool. We are welcome. I am Yurog. I lead the Circle of Spores. This is where Stool was first seated. How may I? Plans to change the way you've been seating? Because I said the growing white lady. What do you think? <laughs> you can tell that he's not quite paying attention to you. Mm. Oh yeah, he's in the rapture. Uh, <laughs> rapture. Do you hear music? Your barrel? Do you know what music is? That is a softer word. Mm. Looking around, you can see there are a lot. Like, there's probably a good, I'm going to say, 200, 300 feet. And each square foot <coughs> has maybe a, a half a dozen to a dozen different little spores. Mm-hmm. Stool looks at Basidia. Basidia just looks down. has spores to the column. Yerberoth leans forward, and he starts talking to a couple of the little ones near his feet. Um, make an insight check. I'd love to detect thoughts. Uh, Yerberoth. 
Сейчас распишу. It really does seem like Yurgarop is leaning in and singing a lullaby to these tiny ones, but the song is of the great cedar and of her wedding to the great body, and how every mic in it is invited and will bring joy to all in the world below and above. Okay. <laughs> I'll be up there. It's... So, guys, um... <clears throat> this little tune—it's—it's it, it's not familiar to me, but it sounds like there's gonna be a wedding ceremony real soon. Oh, another wedding? Ooh, I love wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this one. <laughs> Ours and <its> officiated one. <laughs> yeah. The reason I think so many of these little stoolies are popping off fall stool is because they're planning on some sort of uprising. And it's all going to happen when the Great Cedar meets up with the Great Body, which I have no idea what the Great Body is. If the Great Body, there's only one Great Body I know. What's happening tomorrow? Is that yours? No. <laughs> What's happening tomorrow? <laughs> big events. So I don't know if all these seedlings are going to be ready. These spores for an already uprising. They're already being melted, right? For an uprising? Yeah, they can no. fill in the ranks afterwards. The Great Wedding will not be tomorrow. Uh, okay. What? Perhaps the white lady's preparations will be. Oh, um, oh. Is the white lady oh, the great cedar? No. Oh, she is no. No, no, no. What, what great peril we are in. Seriously, I don't think we're going to be able to get through this. But feel free to join us whenever this these air, because, you know, the world. Hope everyone's doing great. Thanks for Games Brown. That's the music you're hearing right now, and the beginning is Kellen. Good people and comrades. Besides that, you guys know what you guys need to do. This is just a madman ranting into the edge of insanity if you're not following Dungeonetics, at least on Instagram. That one we're very proud of. Have a great day. said that, I'll pass on that. I have no idea what Listen, demon this could be. The only re- when, it, when I heard Great Body, there's only one Great Body I, I can think of. I can't, I, I can't get out of my mind. You're talking about Henry Cavill? I'm talking about Grace. <laughs> Henry Cavill! Henry Cavill! The Witcher! Fuck. 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 Fuck.